Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And we welcome you to a new episode of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. David Harrison is out tonight. And for this particular episode, he will return on the next episode. Good to have you with us nonetheless. We welcome new listeners. We welcome returning listeners, any kind of listeners. And, of course, as always, we always remind you to subscribe, rate, review, join us, download each and every day. Spread the love, spread the wealth. When we're not here on the Locked Up Washington football team podcast, you can listen to me Monday through Friday, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern time with Pete Medhurst on the Team 980, the flagship station for the Washington football team and the Odyssey app. And as well, you can check out David Harrison on the Locked on Bucks podcast with James Yarko and as well, Bucks Nation, part of SB Nation. Com. All right, we are brought to you by Rock Auto, rockauto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. And away we go on this particular episode. And we'll start with good news. Yeah, for a change. The Washington football team reporting to training camp in Richmond on Tuesday. First practice, Wednesday morning, 10 a.m. Depending on when you are listening to this, Ron Rivera going to meet with the media Tuesday late afternoon. And he'll have something like this to talk about. Jonathan Allen has officially agreed to a contract extension. Four years, $72 million, reportedly $30 million guaranteed. Now, we don't know the exact structure of the deal yet. We don't even know at this point if it absolutely is a four-year extension on top of the one-year $10-plus that he was due to uh, make in terms of his fifth-year contract option. That was supposed to be this year. We assume it's four-year 72 on top of that, but we don't know for sure. Uh, At least I don't know for sure. And that hasn't been reported or mentioned because the team hasn't really... Uh, officially confirmed the news. Um, so the bottom line is, is we think it'll be a total of five years and roughly around $82 million, but we don't know that for sure. That's what I would prefer. Um, certainly that would put us in a more comfortable position in terms of Jonathan Allen's future, because if it's uh, only a four-year $72 million deal and ripping up this particular year, it's obviously going to be one year less year on, on under the contract, uh, and therefore it probably, probably would mean maybe a slightly higher uh, payroll figure for this year than the $10 million. Now, Jonathan Allen has started 52 games in his NFL career, all but one in the past three years. That was week two, 2019. You know, so Jonathan Allen has been reasonably healthy uh, despite having a Liz Frank injury suffered in his rookie year 2017 that basically cost him about roughly two-thirds of his rookie year. I was a little bit worried there because he came to the Washington football team with an injury concern history. That's the way he dropped out of the top five. Some had him ranked as high as number three overall. And he dropped to number 17 because there was concerns 
from medical people and personnel and doctors and teams that he had arthritic shoulders. So far, that has not been an issue at all. Now, that doesn't mean it won't be, but so far it hasn't been an issue. Uh, Jonathan Allen, again, missed some time, as we mentioned, in his rookie year with the Liz Frank injury, but outside of that, suffered a knee injury early in 2019 in week one against Philadelphia, missed the rest of that game, roughly about half, missed the next week, week two, and then returned for a week three Monday night football game against the Chicago Bears. I think this is a great, great move and a smart move for the Washington football team. We've discussed this, David and I. Jonathan Allen is a leader. He's a captain. This team is built on the defensive line. He's the guy that I would choose to sign over Deron Payne. Now, some might have a difference of opinion on that. I don't think Deron Payne is anywhere near as consistent or overall as good as Jonathan Allen is. That's not to say that Jonathan Allen's going to rack up 12, 13 sacks. That's not the kind of player he is, and that's not what they need him to do. They need him to collapse the pocket. They need him to pressure on the interior. They need this defensive line overall to be better stopping the run. Allen was fourth among defensive tackles in pass rush win rate in 2020, according to ESPN stats and information. I mean, Jonathan Allen's a good to very good player. He's the anchor of that defensive line. Again, he's a captain type. He's a leader. All he wants to do is win. No BS. Um, And I think he sets a good tone. Again, if I had to choose between Allen and Payne, it's not even a question who I would choose. I've said this over and over again. It's always been Jonathan Allen. Uh, I don't know if they're going to sign... Deron Payne long-term. He's under contract for two more years. The fifth-year option doesn't even kick in until next year. Now, that is guaranteed, so they could certainly do a contract extension like they did with Jonathan Allen. But, I mean, you can't pay everybody. You can't give everybody 75-ish million-dollar deals and still pay Chase Young and still pay Montez Sweat and still pay Terry McLaurin eventually and still pay... You get the point. But Jonathan Allen was worth paying. If I I could choose and if I could work this out, I would say keep Allen, let Payne play it out. In terms of his next two years, you could always franchise tag him another year. So really control him for three years. And I would work on extensions for Montez Sweat. After his third year, which is coming up, assuming that he continues to head in the right direction. And, of course, Chase Young after two more years. But you can't even do that until after three years. Same thing with Terry McLaurin. This is year three. Can't do a contract with him. So who's next? Logan Thomas? I think that's the name that jumps to the top of my chart. He's got one year left on his deal. Obviously had a breakout year last year. I think Logan Thomas is more than worthy of looking at a contract extension. Now, what does that contract extension look like? Mm. You know, I I mean, probably, you know, three years. You probably want to keep it to that. I don't know the numbers. Uh, You know, $10 million per year, somewhere in that range. J.D. McKissick is a free agent as well at the end of this year. So is a guy like Peyton Barber. 
I would much rather be in the Logan Thomas business than the J.D. McKissick business. But J.D. McKissick proved to be a very reliable receiver out of the backfield. He struggled a little bit in pass pro down the stretch, so that worries me a little bit. Um, but J.D. McKissick, let's see how he does this year. I'm not worried, quite honestly, about doing a contract with him. Uh, I would go Logan Thomas, and then there's, you know, there's really nobody else right now, today, that jumps to the front of my mind that I would have to do a contract extension with. Honestly. Because a lot of guys are not eligible until after their third year, meaning this year. Then you have to get to work. Now, the Washington football team right now has about 60-ish million dollars in terms of projected cap space per overthecap.com for next year. So keep that in mind. Uh, keep that in mind also when Aaron Rodgers potentially becomes available next year now that he's apparently heading back to the Green Bay Packers. <clears throat> we will deal with that another uh, time. Meanwhile, as we wrap up our first segment here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast, former Bronco, Giant, and Washington football team wide receiver Cody Latimer and uh, kick returner as well, pled guilty today on uh, Monday uh, in a Colorado court to a misdemeanor assault charge stemming from an incident on May 16th of last year. All other charges were dismissed, according to Mike Kliss of News 9 in Denver. Uh, he received two years probation, no jail, and a fine uh, and probation and court fees of about $1,500. Quite honestly, Cody Latimer is very lucky. He had five charges against him. Three were felonies. Now, there was speculation talk. His lawyer said it had something to do with his young child being abused. And, you know, listen, uh, I don't know what the story is there. Uh, I feel, you know, very um, hesitant to say, you know, any anytime you're talking about a, a child or somebody like that being abused, there is no place for that. But the bottom line is, you can't play with guns. You can't show up at people's apartments at three in the morning and threatening to kill people and threatening to use gun violence. You just can't do that. Regardless of what happens to your kid, a lot of people say, "I, you know, I'd, I'd kill somebody if they mess with my kid." Well. You can't do that in a civilized society. You can't, I mean, you can, but you're probably going to be in trouble for it. The only thing that I know of is when it's a proven, documented case of self-defense. But this was not self-defense. So I think Cody Latimer got off lucky here, uh, very lucky. And who knows if his <clears throat> NFL career will ever get a chance again. Um, I think the Washington football team did the right thing when they finally let him go. They did it a couple of months too late, but I think they did the right thing. All right. This is the Locked on Washington football team podcast a little late out of our first segment here. When we come back, a couple of more fan poll questions from Ben Standing of The Athletic. Training camp opening up Tuesday. First practice Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. I'll be there. And we will have a full report later on in the week. Good to have you with us right here on LOWFT. 
All right, guys, betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You know, baseball season in full swing, you can track all the action on Bet Online. I wouldn't bet on the Washington Nationals. Uh, very hard team to figure out. Get all the latest news, odds, and information that you need on anything MLB, NBA, NHL, or UFC, MMA related before the next pitch. Head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all of the information, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Get off the bench, guys, and get in on the game. Use the promo code LOCKED ON at Bet Online. And you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's Bet Online, your online sports book experts. All right, it is Chris Russell. David Harrison is out for this particular episode. He'll return the next episode. So we appreciate you guys being with us. Uh, if you missed the conversation I had with uh, James Smith Williams, Pete Medhurst, my radio partner, and I uh, had him. Uh, for our football at four segment on Monday, you can go check it out on the Odyssey app, uh, and as well, you can check out our podcast there at the Team Nine Eighty. Uh, maybe we'll play a little bit of that uh, later on this week if we have the time. But uh, James Smith Williams, good part of this defensive line rotation. All right, so much talk, of course, about the quarterback uh, Ben Standing of the Athletic did this twenty-plus question fan poll. And did a really good job of it, breaking everything down. And we've been going through a bunch of the questions and answers and numbers uh, over the last week or so. So we'll wrap it up here uh, with training camp starting. How should Washington handle the quarterback search, Ben asked. And the options were buy more time with Ryan Fitzpatrick, let Taylor Heineke or Kyle Allen start to see if they could be the answer, draft a top quarterback prospect, pursue a proven free agent, or trade for an established player. The winning answer was 33.8%, not with buying more time for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Nope. It was to draft a top quarterback prospect. Boy, um, I don't know. I have a hard time with that. Uh, You know, an unproven guy who's never played, you know, above obviously college, what you're probably going to have to pay, several first-round picks to move into the top five, top six, top seven. Um, I, I don't have a problem taking a rookie quarterback if you don't have to pay a lot to get him in terms of, uh, in terms of draft capital or player capital. No thanks, not me. 33.8%. Ryan Fitzpatrick, by more time with Fitz, won the second place uh, showing 28.7%. Let Taylor Heineke or Kyle Allen only got 9%, 16.6% trading for an established player. That's what I think they're going to do. And Aaron Rodgers apparently has reached an agreement with the Green Bay Packers to be in Green Bay for this year and to have one of the three years remaining on his contract voided. And the two sides will get together after this year and figure out a situation that works, I guess, best for both sides. Uh, but theoretically, it could still be a mess because Green Bay still owns his rights uh, and they would still need another team to trade for him. And technically, they don't have to. It, you know, They could be violating good faith and that would be an ugly situation considering what's going on there. But that doesn't mean that they have to just let him go for nothing. All right, Ben also asked in this athletic survey, What is your expectation for Ryan Fitzpatrick? 
The answers, starts, plays well, shows he's not slowing down. A separate answer, starts but struggles with turnovers. Splits time with quarterback with somebody else. Or Green uh, doesn't win the starting job. Well, only 2.1% of the voting fandom picked that. Doesn't win the starting job, 2.1%. The most common answer is 52.2%. Starts, plays well, and shows he's not slowing down. That's where I'm at. I mean, I think there'll be some roller coaster rides with Ryan Fitzpatrick, but I think you have to put everything into the proper context. If they're down by 10, 12, 13, 14 points with three minutes left and he throws an interception, I mean, obviously. Now, it's what happened the first 55 minutes that I would be concerned about, right? Was it on just the defense? Was it on special teams? Was it on Fitzpatrick's inability to do anything? Uh, You know, that type of thing. Um, So to me, I'm with the 52.2% crowd. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to start, play well, well to very good, well to good. How about that? Uh, And I don't know about showing he's not slowing down, but I think he's going to be better than his career trajectory says. The last question that we had for you is, how confident are you in Ron Rivera as the coach? Now, Ben used a scale of one to five, and as you could probably imagine, five was the highest grade, 58.1% of the time. A four out of five came in second at 38.2 and then on down. Number one and number two, 0%, 0.2%. So, you know, and even number three, only a 3.6%. So everybody thinks Ron Rivera is at least a good, if not very good coach. We'll see. We'll see how people feel at the end of this year. All right. We are brought to you by Rock Auto and rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Whether it's a foreign or domestic, old or new, whether it's a car just to get you from point A to point B, to work, whatever it might be, or a luxury vehicle, if you need something, why go to a dealer? Why go to the auto parts superstores? Nope, just Don't leave your couch. Don't leave your kitchen table. Hell, you can do it in bed. RockAuto.com has all that you need. And you'll get a great price. You won't be overcharged. You will get the same price as the mechanic down the street. Why? Because RockAuto.com is going to treat you not like their buddy and give you a great discount. They're going to give everybody across the board the same great prices. But you're not going to get screwed. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we send you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever, ever, ever need at rockauto.com. All right, wrapping up the Locked On Washington football team podcast for this Tuesday edition, July the 27th. The Washington football team again reporting to Richmond training camp. Bunch of the players already, of course, down there. Uh, Again, mentioned uh, we talked to James Smith-Williams on the uh, Team 980, Russell and Medhurst. Uh, You can check that out on the Odyssey app. Uh, And um, the Rewind feature If you want to hear that, he had a fun story about how Jonathan Allen and he drove from Ashburn down to Richmond for training camp. They're that tight. 
and James Smith-Williams knew about the contract extension, and Jonathan Allen made him buy lunch. <laughs> so JSW had to pay lunch for the new Washington 70-plus million dollar man. Go hear that entire interview again on the Odyssey app at the Team 980. Go to Russell and Medhurst in the podcast or use the rewind feature up to 24 hours. So roughly Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Meanwhile, Chris Sims of NBC Sports Pro Football Talk, he has weighed in on the Washington football team defensive line, saying on Twitter, the WFT has maybe the best defensive line in the NFL, and it's not even in its prime yet, makes teams change their game plans. Jonathan Allen, this was before the contract extension, is a super athletic defensive tackle, has skirm, skirm, scheme versatility, can two-gap at a high level, and play defensive end. Hope they can keep this line together for a long time. Well, they took one big step, again, to keeping it together with Jonathan Allen. Again, I don't see a way that they're going to be able to keep all four, uh, but I could be wrong. I, I think it'll ultimately be Tim Settle, uh, and I think Deron Payne and Matt Ioannidis probably uh, will be departing over the next two years. Uh, maybe Deron Payne can be here for three years. I do not see a long-term deal right now unless he becomes a lot more consistent uh, and explosive and dominant. Uh, that being said, Sims has got a point, obviously. They have a very talented defensive line. Listen, it isn't the best defensive line in the NFL until... They prove that they can, as a unit and as a group of seven guys, absolutely be better at stopping the run. Now, some of that, a good deal of that, certainly in the coaching staff's mind, is the linebacker play. They should be better with Jamin Davis. They absolutely should be better with Jamin Davis and Cole Holcomb in year three and hopefully healthy. But the defensive line's got to be more dominant at the point of attack. They got run on way too often last year. Uh, and they were far from dominant in terms of stopping the run against pedestrian running attacks, you know, like the Giants and the Seattle Seahawks and a couple other teams. Um, there was a four-game stretch, coincidentally enough, where they won all of these games in late November and into December where basically they shut down the run, and I think the numbers were like less than 75 yards per game. Well, that's it. I mean, when you can pin your ears back and make an offense one-dimensional, you're going to win. And you're going to do a better job overall. This defensive line also needs to be more consistent in terms of their pass rush. I mean, I mentioned this a lot in the first half of last year. Week one, they had like eight sacks. Week seven against the Cowboys, they had six or seven sacks. In between that, they had like six sacks in five or six games or whatever it was. Just not consistent enough. They were better in the second half as Chase Young was you know, fully or, or close to being fully healthy. And as he turned it on, there's no doubt about that. But this defensive line against more premier quarterbacks, more premier offenses, and therefore opponents, they need to be a lot more consistent in terms of their all-around game this year. I think the numbers were uh, largely misleading. They didn't play great quarterbacks. They didn't play great explosive offenses. This year, they will. And we'll find out. We'll find out. Now, they're better on defense. There's no doubt about that. So I expect them to be fine. But I don't know if this is a top three or the best defense in the NFL. As a matter of fact, I don't think it is. But they'll be better with William Jackson III, with Jamin Davis, with another year of seasoning for Chase 
young. Hopefully he's healthy, so on and so forth. And now Jonathan Allen officially in the fold. All right, that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Again, David expected to be back on the next episode. Ron Rivera speaking Tuesday afternoon. We will have reaction to that. As well, everything else going on in the world of the Washington football team. Betting on the WFT and the NFL, or for that matter, any sport, doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast, brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a question or a topic for us right here on LOWFT, you can send them in via email, lockedwftpod at gmail.com. That's lockedwftpod at gmail.com. Or call us and leave us a voicemail. Just be as clear and as short as you possibly can so we can get you in and out and respond and have more time to do it that way. 301-615-3577. That's 301-615-3577. All right. Thanks for being with us. As always, please remember to rate, subscribe, review, download, all of that. Spread the love. Twitter, all of that. At LockWFTPod. I'll try and be more active there at WrestleMania621, at DHarrison82, and away we go. Have yourself a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening and downloading the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast.